the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to Isaiah 61, and um, this is Pastor Solomon, a quaka from Spirit of the Lord Church. We're excited to be uh, here again. God has been gracious and merciful to us, and we just thank Him for His abundant love. And during these times that there there's so much uncertainty on certain um, grounds, and we have you hear about people losing their lives and people being hospitalized, we still have a strong foundation, a firm foundation rooted in God because I don't believe the heavens are I don't believe the heavens are just wondering what's going on. So heaven actually prepares and is well, you know, ahead of the curve when it comes to these things. And so as believers, as these things occur, as things seem to be negative and the death tolls rise and violence crimes on the rise we can be assured that the heavens are looking for us to respond and how do we respond not by panicking not by subjecting ourselves to the narrative but saying that we still have a god who is unchangeable and when the, so when these storms are raging and coming at us and the news uh, don't reflect anything positive or good, then what we lean on and who we lean on is an unchangeable God. Who is the God of the storms? And he expects us to adjust and pivot to what he is doing and how he's going to do it and not focus on the ongoing storm, ongoing um, circumstances, ongoing crises. And remember, it's how you, uh, it's how you actually determine determine uh, what it is. If it's how you call it, if you call it a crisis, if you call it a pandemic, that's what it's gonna be. Life is in the tongue. There is power in what we say. And so even in the midst of reports, in the midst of a surge in in violence, in the midst of some chaos, in the midst of uncertainty, we serve a certain God. We serve a God who has said the future belongs to me. I hold the future. I'm the A and I'm the Z. I'm the Alpha and Omega. I am Alpha Omega, which means beginning and end so i am all that combined there is no gap and so if you've trusted me in the past and you trust me today trust me for tomorrow um 
Anyway, I digressed. I wanted to just encourage someone out there and speak to believers as we uh, navigate some of these uh, circumstances that are uh, new in in some ways to this generation, and we are sometimes caught um, un- unprepared. Uh, and I believe that God, by His Spirit, is awakening us, is waking us up to what He wants us to do, which is to be ten steps, fifty steps, a hundred steps ahead of the. Of, of the curve so there was at no point was jesus ever surprised in his ministry and his work on earth and if we are to be people of faith um, not people of little faith as jesus termed and called his his disciples um, and, and and followers several times then we have to understand the seasons and times and be able to know what the Spirit of God is doing and how He wants us to navigate. And that comes with us committing to share close communion and fellowship with Him on a daily basis, and then just say, God, what are you doing? How are you moving? And I want to be a part of this move. And so that results in us very very well saying that, look, God, I am sold out to this. And I'm just going to believe what your word says. Yes, because you are unchanging. You are unchanging. You are immovable. You are the chief cornerstone, the rock. And so if you are not moved and you will not be moved, I will also not be moved. Because guess what? We are attached to God. You are attached to to God, and when God is immovable, and we know God is immovable, so you are immovable. All right, great, great, great. Here's what we are going to discuss today. We're going to focus and go um, in on the word, and uh, this month we've been focusing on the th- on the theme stewardship and stewardship. Is very broad, but really we narrow it down to uh, taking care of a property or an item or something that is not yours. Um, so with expectation that you would make it better, with the expectation that you would maintain and even add value to it, so which is very critical because nobody is going to appoint a steward that is not, uh, that is not going to add value. Um, when the owner or the master comes and there is um, there is a need to uh, evaluate, the master is going to come and evaluate and see, hey, did the steward do a good job? Did this caretaker add value to what um, I left or what I um, left in his or her care? And that's the essence. That's the end result of um stewardship so we have to manage properly what god gives us we establish that everything on this earth belongs to god and everything time space resources everything belongs to god everything in this earth real estate is the lord's right the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof real estate 
belongs to God. The seas, the waters belong to God. And so when we walk in that truth, we realize that there is a lot more that we could be doing. There's a lot more that we need to manifest. There's a lot more that we need to bring value to that we're not. But the thing is that much is expected, even if we don't know that those expectations exist. Much is expected, even if we don't know that those expectations exist. I will say it again. Much is expected of us, even if we don't know those expectations exist. So not knowing or being ignorant it's not an excuse in the kingdom context. In God's country, in God's world, there's no saying that, hey, I didn't know this. And there, there are several scriptures that we, we can point to, to to buttress that point and to support that. So everything belongs to God. And we're supposed to add value. There is expectations and our duty is to understand and know and walk out those expectations and even exceed those expectations. We have to exceed those expectations. But as we dig a little deeper, I want us to consider scripture that comes from Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2. And I'll read from verse 4. It says, it says that this is the history of the heavens and of the earth. And when they were created. In the day that the Lord made the earth and the heavens. When no plant of the field was yet in the earth. And no herb of the field had yet sprung up. For the Lord God had not yet caused it to rain upon the earth. And there was no man to till the ground. Verse 6. But there went up a mist from the land and watered the whole surface of the ground. Then the Lord formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath or spirit of life. And man became a living being. Right. And then the Lord planted, the Lord God planted a garden towards the east in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground, the Lord God made to grow every tree that is pleasant to his sight or to be desired good for food. The tree of life also in the center of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was also there. Now, let's pause here. So, in Genesis 1, 26, we hear God saying, let us make man in our own image and in our likeness. And God made man and formed him out, out of the dust, breathed into his nostrils, and man became a living soul. Now, Genesis 2, starting from verse 4, gives us a pretty much more detailed insight into if you will the process or the decision making um, 
you know, hierarchy that occurred prior to man being formed. So God had spoken into existence everything. So it was just a matter of time that those things will manifest. Now, um, it, it says that there was no man yet to till the land. In verse 5, Genesis 2, 5, there was no plant in the field because there was no man yet to till the land. There was no herb of the field that had sprung up. Now, it didn't mean those didn't exist. They did exist, but God didn't allow them to show up because there was no man to work it. There was no man to manage. There was no man to take care of the plants. There was no man. No man at all. So, then, when God caused rain to fall, he said, well, now they're going to spring forth. The plants, the herbs are going to come up. So, we need a caretaker. We need someone to administer um, management and take care of the earth and take care of the plants. And so God then, verse 7, then God formed man from the dust of the ground. Now, a lot of this has to do with business um, management and for those that are in business, you understand that there are certain structures and 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 very much so, um, you know, processes that have to be followed when you're setting up um, your organization, setting up a, a business, an entity, right? So, um, God made certain that the things that needed to be in place prior to the grass, the herbs, the trees. Growing was in place before. So God ensured that man was in existence before he caused those plants to grow, those herbs to grow, right? And then after he formed man from the dust of the ground, the Bible says that the Lord planted a garden towards the east and he put man the man that he had formed there, which means that until God's steward, caretaker, arrived, God really didn't have, didn't move. He did not move. He did not cause the things that Adam was supposed to take care of, especially the plants, the 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 herbs of the field. The till, the tilling, those things that he needed to till the ground for. Because remember, um, yes, we had, um, we, there are animals that were already formed and that were existing, but they would also have depended on those herbs and vegetation. But see, Adam or the caretaker had to be in position to take care of it. And so, as we continue on this, we'll dive a little more deeper as we go on a break and we come back. We'll talk more and we'll conclude on this session of stewardship and the subtopic management. We'll be right back. 
Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community, Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 980 The Mission at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists. Stream along at thefishtwincities.com or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. All right, welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of Lord Church. We're at 1001 Penn Avenue North, and um, that's in Minneapolis. You can join us at 10.30 Sunday mornings for us to worship together. Uh, you can visit or you can watch us online through our YouTube channel, The Spirit of the Lord. Um, and we are excited about what God is doing, and we hope that you come and be a part of it. All right, so back to our conversation. God needed a steward. He needed a manager to manage his creation and so he waited until man was formed to fully manifest everything that he had spoken so everything that he has spoken you could say um, some of it was in suspension until man arrived and then those things fully manifested because then god had a manager god had a steward a caretaker who would manage all the 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 affairs and then he created a sub he a, a subset okay of his creation he put his creation he created a garden out of what already existed and put man down and said look manage this piece look the earth is mine everything that exists in it is mine i'm giving you a portion of that to manage i'm giving you a portion of that to add value to make beautiful to make pretty to to add your taste to it um not to break not to not to be lazy about it but to work hard and till the ground and manage it and let it yield its best so god is always interested in assigning to those who would bring more value his property. So the little that you have, if you cannot manage it, God is not going to give you more. Because why? It's going to either overwhelm you or you're just going to lose everything. And so for those that step into places of just astronomical growth and they find out that they are not able to manage the either lose it or it just ruins them see god doesn't necessarily always answer our prayers how we prayed but god answers based on our ability to manage steward our ability to 
add value. So if I cannot add value to, you know, my rental unit, how am I going to add value to a unit that I own? Right. Everything belongs to God and God expects us to add value to whatever he assigns to us. So on your job, are you bringing value? In your business, are you bringing value? In your ministry, are you bringing value? Are you taking care of it as if God is going to ask you, what did you do with a talent that I gave you? We all know about the parable of the talents and find out in Matthew 25. And Jesus gave this parable and it just followed uh, shortly after Jesus talked about a parable of, of the, the the virgins and then the parable of the talents. So this was about money. He gave each person according to their ability. So they, they already had the capacity, right? The, the ability to manage. So their management IQ was a determining factor in as to how many talents were given to them or how much money was given to them. One was five, the other was two, and then the other was one. Now, two of them doubled, and the third one actually did not. When the master came, he applauded the two that added value, that's doubled, so which, you know, could mean that the minimum expectation is that you double <laughs> you double what God gives you but not necessarily but as you add value God sees it but God is not okay with just not doing anything he's not okay so he said to the servant who did not the master said to the servant who went to dig and bury the talent you're wicked you're wicked. God determines and defines wickedness. And sometimes we, we may not see certain things as being wicked, wicked. But God is saying that, look, you're a wicked person if you're not a good steward. But to those that are good stewards, to those that that's add, add, add value, God says that, well done, good and faithful servant. Come and enjoy everything that I have. But for those that would say, oh, come up with all kinds of excuses. Oh, but master, you didn't, you, you're not a good master. You, you gave me every reason not to even give you some additional funds. I wanted you to see how difficult it is to get interest. And the master said, look, at least you, sh you could have even invested the money in a bank, put in a bank to yield some interest. Okay, so at, at a minimum, do something to add or bring little interest. So as we conclude this broadcast, I want you to know that God is very much interested in what you do with everything that he has given you. That includes time, money, includes um, resources, connections, um, everything around you, he's very much interested in how we 
we manage how how we we add value and so please don't be caught with an excuse or a reason or oh my my back hair jesus could have come up with a million excuses not to go to the cross but he had committed to it and he had to stick to it now as we go i pray that god's favor would just uh, fall on you and continually cause you to triumph in everything that you do and know that god is very much interested in your management capabilities and skills as much as he is in your spiritual development so let's work on those in tandem and god bless you this is isaiah 61 pastor solomon coming your way until we talk again see you next week Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.